Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Freedom of Species would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast today. We pay our respect to the elders of all of the lands on which we meet across Australia. Any more liberation? Any more liberation? Any more liberation? Whoa. Hi everyone, welcome to Freedom of Species, the radio show that brings animal advocacy to the airwaves on 3CR. You just heard Sally with Out of the Pan. She's on every Sunday at midday from 12 to 1 and yeah, she's fantastic and thank you for the shout out Sally. My name's Trevor and I'd also like to just personally acknowledge that we're on the lands of the Wurundjeri people, the Kulin Nation and that sovereignty was never ceded and to acknowledge that colonisation is ongoing and that we're all still part of it implicitly and even passively. And we need to keep that in mind with everything that we do while we're on this land. Yeah. And I'm joined today by Carolyn. Hey, how are you? Good. Happy New Year. Can I still say that? <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone say you're allowed to say it until February. So okay. I think we're still good. Okay, good. Good. Squeezing it in. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today we are talking about different animal advocacy campaigns, mm-hmm. specifically go vegan or try vegan campaigns yeah yeah so people might know a a fairly well-known one veganuary especially with Mm -hmm. january now and for new years that's one um meatless mondays is a try vegan sort of campaign um there's also ones like um vegan vegan easy Easy. yep vegan easy vegan Uh, for life vegan for life yep we'll plant milk day later in the year yep there's quite a number of them aren't there yeah and um i guess just to to put that in perspective, because there's lots of different campaigns for animals mm. and to let people know what we're sort of focusing and talking about today, we're not talking about ones that are purely awareness raising yeah. which is or, or education, which is probably what street outreach falls under, I think. Sure. Because mm-hmm. even though the message that the activists are hoping to put forward at the end is to go vegan, it's not the upfront centre. The upfront centre is look at this on the screen or look at this you know, image of, of how animals are being treated or whatever. So mm-hmm. it seems to me that's more about awareness and education yeah. of what's happening. And then they're hoping that the follow-on secondary thing is so to go some vegan. action, yeah. Rather than yeah. the primary message being they're not holding up a sign that just says go vegan or try vegan or whatever. Mm. Whereas veganuary is and yeah. vegan easy is. Um, other ones like protest actions where you're just yeah. saying we want this to stop yeah. or we're we angry at this. Um, we think... Rodeos are wrong. We think horse racing is wrong. Exactly. You know, all those things. There's nothing yeah. saying go vegan yeah. right at the front centre of that messaging. So yeah. this is just to give our listeners an idea of like yeah. all the different campaigns um, that exist and how even though some of them are, you know, vegan organisations or they do have yeah. a vegan, um, you know, underpinning, an, an ethics or an, or an ideology underpinning it, they might not be a go vegan campaign and like mm. what that difference yeah. is in the we're just calling it that. There might be a better name. Who knows? Yeah. But we're calling it the Go or Try Vegan campaigns. Yeah. 
So um, we are. First up, Carolyn, you wanted to give us a bit of history. Kick it on off about Veganuary. Veganuary. Yeah. So look, I thought this is a great one to talk about first, given that we are in January, and January often is the time when people have New Year's resolutions and yeah. you know want to try different things, um, whether that's make a change in their life, improve their life, etc. I don't know if you're a believer in uh, New Year's resolutions, Trevor. Not a big one. I mean, <laughs> I see it's just a – to me it's just an excuse to do things that I would already, normally should do. And right. that's why whenever people right. ask me what's my New Year's resolution, it's just – well, it's like, well, I'm just going to keep doing what I wanted to do back in November or July or whatever. It's, there's no difference because it's January. Yeah. Look, that's I, just me. I, I, I tend to feel the same and, you know, I'm sure I've had many years of – crafting, uh, you know, a very serious news resolution only to lapse on it really quickly. <laughs> However, I do intend to read more books. That's something that I've noticed over the last, particularly through the COVID lockdown period, I think I've lost the ability to concentrate. So, I'm really, really trying to read more books and okay. I think that, that's a good thing. But that is good. Anyway, so yeah, Veganuary um, launched their pledge back in January 2014 and really it's a campaign that encourages people to try veganism um, to and to make it easy for them to access resources in which to do so. Mm. Um, they encourage people to sign up and take a pledge. So I did that as well. And you can choose to receive um, email updates from them. So Veganuary has 31 um daily updates for all of the months, sorry, all of the days of January. (laughs) And they give you a starter kit and they talk about, um, you know, nutrition and meal plans and answer some frequently asked questions. And they also have a celebrity cookbook. So Mm. they highlight recipes from well-known people such as uh, Venus Williams, Joanna Lumley, Alicia Silverstone, Brian Adams... Ivana Lynch, Jason Gillespie were a few that I noted. Mm. And they also, I guess, in their campaign, really try and focus on um, encouraging businesses to drive up the vegan options that they have. And they focus on um, new vegan products that have been launched. So in their 2022 campaign... Um, Veganuary said there was more than 620,000 people who took the pledge to try a vegan diet and there were more than 1,500 new vegan products and menu options that were launched in their key campaign countries and they're actually operating at the moment in 200 countries. So, that's quite a number, yeah, and and it's grown uh, quite a lot. So, you were saying they're based in the UK? They're based in the UK, yeah. So, they are a registered charity based in the UK um, and have expanded um, over the years to, you know, the sort of 200 countries. So, they've stated that their five-year plan really is to expand um, their reach and bring on other countries where people are, you know, wanting to promote veganism and ultimately by 2027, hopefully get 10 million participants to sign up um, for Veganuary. So, that's quite um, ambitious for sure. Mm. And look, I think I probably should have mentioned first that um, 
Veganuary, the, as the organisation, outline their vision um, really simply, and that is that they want a vegan world, a world that you know does not include animal farms and slaughterhouses and a world where food production does not decimate forests, pollute rivers and oceans and exacerbate climate change and drive wild animal populations to extinction. So really what they're saying is that their mission is to inspire and support people to try veganism. Um, They do also say they want to drive corporate change and they want to create a global mass movement that champions compassionate food choices with the aim of ending animal farming, protecting the planet and improving human health. And locally, is it Animals Australia who are, yeah, I guess, helping yeah. so the campaign an, along? That's right. So they have a number of partners, um, organisations across the world that they link into to promote um, Veganuary. And in Australia, that is Animals Australia. Um, I think they also work with Greenpeace and Veg Fund and a, you know, a number of other big organisations that people are likely to have heard of. Mm. Mm. And I was just thinking, actually, because maybe it's related, but I know Animals Australia often have a similar maybe try vegan or go vegan or go veg push in Christmas because they often ah, do that, have yeah. a kind of Christmas. Kind of Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Which I think would also fall in that category of Absolutely. trying either trying veg or vegan yeah. and, or go veg or vegan. I, I don't know if Animals Australia, are they promoting still veg or vegetarian rather than veganism in most of their like front and centre outward facing campaigns? I feel like they are. I think they have a booklet that says veg, the starter, veg kit. starter kit. Yeah. yeah. Everything's vegan. Yeah. Like Which I know I they've think, got – That's right. Yeah. It is vegan, but I think the title of it is the veg starter Yeah, kit. I think they're yeah. still not quite ready to sort yeah. of make that step outwardly professing that they're promoting yes. vegan yeah. veganism. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And so they're doing the veganuary, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I think supporting veganuary. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did sign up and uh, when you do sign up to – the challenge you can choose you know the frequency of the emails that you'd like to receive and you can also specify whether you are vegan whether you are vegetarian or whether you're interested in um, finding out more and veganuary say in their welcome email look veganuary is for everyone no matter your previous diet or your intentions once your vegan pledge is over you won't mm. be judged that they're here to support support people and make eating vegan fun. Yeah. So, I, know, I guess that's a bit of a background for everyone who, because most people probably heard of Veganuary, but they probably didn't yeah. know as much of what you just said, Carolyn, which is really good, I guess, to give people a lot more information about what they are as an organisation, mm-hmm. what they're trying to do, what they claim they do and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, we we're hoping to have a discussion about, I guess, what it really means, like break it down, sort of what is, is this a, is it a good campaign overall? Is it, are there things that can be improved? Is it, is it one of the best or, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Well, look, I think it's certainly one of the most high profile campaigns. I think mm. many people would have heard about it now. And, and I think that they've built that um, awareness. Veganuary itself is a really sort of catchy and memorable um, um, phrase. Mm. And I think from what I've seen, they do offer some really um, solid and accessible um, information. And, you know, personally, I think that's really key. If anyone Mm. is vegan curious, it really makes sense to 
um, break down information into sort of digestible um, parts. So I really like the idea of you can get 31 daily updates, you know, if you like. I guess for me personally, I have a question about what happens after January. Mm. So certainly the organisation say um, that they promote veganism in January and throughout the year. So I don't think it's their intention at all that people drop off after after January. Yeah. But I'm not sure what support there is and what um, resources there are around keeping that campaign momentum going throughout the year. So I guess that's a little bit of a, a question for me. Or even how strong they push that on participants yes. to keep going. Well, like I said, from their little welcome email, you know, when they say um, whatever you choose to do after your vegan pledge is over, you won't be judged. Mm. And sure, like, you know, judging people isn't probably the best way to to encourage them to um, to change their behaviour. I just do – I do wonder um, what kind of support there is after that. And, and I actually don't know the answer to that question, yeah. so let me state that up front. And I was going to say, like, maybe some of our listeners have done yeah. Veganuary or know what's happened at the end of Veganuary. Yeah. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's interesting that maybe at the start they say what you said, but then afterwards they do a bit more of a push. Like I would hope so, but we don't know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know if they follow me up after January is over. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, look, I think a lot of the information is really accessible. I I also really like them framing that their vision is really simple. They want a vegan world. Mm. And, you know, absolutely that's admirable and I really like the fact that they um, are focused around that. I guess one area for me that I do question is the focus on new vegan products. And I sort of have two um, schools of thought here. Yes, in terms of making things accessible, we want people to be able to swap out dairy milk, for example, Mm. for a plant-based option. So, having more options readily available and easily available is really important in yep. terms of, um, you know, encouraging and continuing with that, that behavioural change. I just would like to see this, I guess, move forward a little bit in terms of framing um, an ethical imperative about going vegan, really being around animal liberation, really being around why we shouldn't be using animals why yeah. we shouldn't be commodifying animals. And I'm certainly not saying that veganuary doesn't touch on animal issues because it absolutely does. It doesn't lead with them. Mm. And I, was, I wasn't I was sure you were going to mention that but because um, I was thinking you were th- thinking more about the products in terms of a more sort of capitalist, like promoting products way. But, yeah, my biggest concern is that veganuary is promoting a diet and mm-hmm. that it, it, mm-hmm. it frames yeah. veganism as a diet, which yeah. is very different to a injustice oppression issue. Yeah. Um, it makes it sound like it's just this personal choice yeah. that is your own personal choice that doesn't affect anyone else and that is just for you to find out what's best for you and that if you want to do it, here's how you can do it. But if you don't want to do it, then it's not the diet for you, which I think is – I don't think anyone intends at Veganuary for that to be the message that comes across. Like I don't think no, that that's what no. they're hoping or driving for or planning for. I think they've got really good intentions. Absolutely. And I think they do a lot of good work Absolutely. as well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I'm worried that that is maybe the takeaway message that is 
being absorbed by the public, by mm. non-vegans as well. If they see these just really blatant, just attempt it or try it, see how you go. To me, that just really enforces the idea that it's something temporary, it's something occasional, it's something that you can swing into, swing out of um, when it suits you, depending on your circumstances. And I think that that might be damaging in the long run. Mm-hmm. Because I think, I think one of our biggest problem or not problem what one of the the biggest things that we need to try and push forward in the future is framing this issue to be about the injustice for animals and to not be about because i think so much of veganism is is focused on people yes and what they're doing and what they're eating yeah and not enough is focused on the animals Mm -hmm. what they're experiencing and the whole injustice that, that they're facing through a whole system like worldwide and, and just, you know, everything that we've talked about, not just about food, obviously. So it's about entertainment. It's about clothing. It's mm. about, you know, testing, like experimentation. It's mm. about animals mm. not being seen as, as worthy beings yeah. that are sentient beings that, that we should give consideration to what they want to do with their life. Yeah. And that we should be able to control what happens to their life mm. when we choose because we're more important mm. or our, mm. our desires yeah. are more important than the yeah. animals. So yeah, that's, that's, that's to me what this is contributing towards is this idea that, oh, are you going to do veganuary? Are you yeah. going to go vegan for January? No one's saying you're going to boycott, you know, wearing leather or, you know, boycott anything that's been tested on animals yeah. or that's not even a discussion. It's all about your diet. So yes, it's, yes. it's blocking out, I yes. guess, three quarters of what other animal liberation parts of veganism are about and just focusing on the diet, mm. but not even giving them any airtime at all. Like when I say focusing, I don't think, does Veganuary even mention anything outside of food injustice for animals? Um, they do. They do. They definitely do. Um, they don't lead with issues around um, what happens to animals in, you know, the food production system, but they certainly address that. And I'm just going to quickly go back to yeah. what they say their vision is because I really, I really do like this. They do say that their vision simple. We want a vegan world, a world without animal farms and slaughterhouses, a world where food production does not decimate forests, pollute rivers and oceans, exacerbate climate change and drive wild animal populations to extinction. So to me, that still is focusing only on food. They don't mention anything about clothing. That's right. Anything about textiles, anything about um, vivisection, experimentation. Because they do talk about the mission is to create a global mass movement championing championing compassionate food choices Mm. with the aim of ending animal farming, protecting the planet and improving human health, which are all fantastic things. Definitely. But I I, I know what you're saying. It it is very much focused on on food. And, you know, so this is where I do have a little bit of a a quandary, I guess, because I do have distinct memories of, you know, say outreach conversations with people who've said, hey, I'm really interested in veganism. I really don't know a lot about it. Um, I don't know what I would eat. You know, I grew up in a family where meat and three veg was sort of the staple mm. and I sort of don't know how I'd change that, swap that, etc. So, you know, I think all of us would have had similar conversations um, or, you know, perhaps even faced that ourselves yeah. as we were um, 
considering moving to veganism. So again, you know, accessible information that supports how simple it can be to change something that you eat. If you like spaghetti bolognese, you can change that and make it with lentils or meat replacement if you want. But you need to know that. So, you know, I do really think there is a place for these kinds of campaigns because they really do help and support people. And, you know, arguably whether people are interested in seeing what celebrities want to eat or not, for some people that might actually be of interest to them. I like Venus Williams. Wow, she's made some smoothies. It's in the cookbook. I can, you know, make that, you know. I, I don't know. That that may actually um, – those examples, I think, can be really important. But, again, I'd love to see a little bit more expanded here about um, the other ways that we actually um, use animals in society and really, I guess, how this could, I guess, take another step forward into really a, a, a more full discussion about um, animal liberation. Yeah. I mean, I want to clarify that I think that it's important to have a large focus on the animal injustice from food yeah. issues because I think that, you know, animal agriculture is one of the main, if not the main way that we are oppressing animals mm-hmm. as, a, as a society right now. Yeah. So I think it does deserve to be one of the main, if not the main focus of many campaigns. Mm-hmm. I hope, though, that we can do those campaigns without redefining veganism to only be those things. Yeah. Which I feel like, even though it's not what they're trying to do, I think that's the end result, is that it's mm. helping contribute to people thinking that being vegan just means what you eat. Yeah. And that veganism is only about food. And I think that that, once you get that out there too much, which I think we're sort of at that point in the world that a lot of people think we that. Are. Mm. I thought that before I went vegan. Mm. I thought it was a diet. Right. I thought it was an right. extreme yeah. diet, you know, further yeah. than vegetarian. That's that's mm. what you think when you're not in those spaces. Absolutely. And I think that that is a real barrier for people actually even becoming vegan because mm. people will, will say they're vegan, but they're not vegan. And then right. you get right. these yeah. hypocritical statements from people. You get celebrities that say they're vegan. They're not really vegan. You know, like Joaquin mm. Phoenix will still ride horses on movies and things, even though he's voiced over Earthlings and Dominion. Yeah. You know, you've got... Lots of examples of where celebrities will say they're vegan, do something that's not vegan because it wasn't just about food or sure. they thought it was just about food. Mm. Mm. So for me, that's the big – and I'm not, I don't want that to be a criticism of all the things Veganuary is doing right or that mm. are contributing well towards. Mm. I just think it's a really important part of any food-based or agriculture-based campaign to make sure you're not helping – frame veganism as just being about food yeah. and that has to be in every organization and every activist mind is how do i make sure that the people mm. I'm, that are seeing this message even if they're not people i'm having a conversation with even if they're just people that see an ad or are walking past or whatever how do i make sure that they don't come away thinking veganism is just about food veganism is just mm. a diet Mm, yeah. If we can answer point. that question and still do the mm. focus on animal agriculture, still do the focus on yeah. the food system, but not erase everything else at the same time. Mm. Mm. That would be my hope. I'm yeah, not saying it's easy, I, I think but so. I think we need to really focus on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, if, if Veganuary is people's um, entry point or, you know, the first thing they've come across, you know, that's fantastic. 
It might what's be as next? simple as what's next is my question. It. it could be yeah. something as simple as what's next. First step to being vegan yeah. is changing your diet. Yeah. But making it so it's clear that it's a first step. It's not yeah. the whole way. And then yeah. there's other parts. And then that opens the door. Veganuary could later in their February email mm. saying, Congratulations, you did Veganuary. You know, here's what veganism yeah. is. Here's what veganism yeah. means. It's a, a way of excluding all animal exploitation. And these are all the other issues that, you know, to be mindful of and that animals are exploited and oppressed. Absolutely. And maybe they do that. So I'll let you know what they do. Email <laughs> me after the end of January. Um, yeah. Should we have a song break? I think we are. So, this first song is by a Melbourne band called The Teethers, and it's their new single called Stray.
tell us what to do And then they push us around And then they have the goal To go and rip off the ground Join 3CR from 9am to 4pm on Thursday the 26th of January for our annual Invasion Day broadcast. 3CR's First Nation presenters will be broadcasting live from the Stop the War Treaty Before Voice rally and march in Melbourne. We'll be bringing you black and deadly music, news and views from activists across the continent with grassroots politics that you won't find anywhere else as we discuss genocide, sovereignty, treaty, pay the rent, deaths in custody, truth and justice, and the law of the land. So keep tuned to 3CR on Thursday, the 26th of January, 2023. summer, tune into 3CR's Disability Day broadcast, Rest is Survival. 12 hours of programs by people with disabilities. Conversations about rest as a necessity for survival, the ways disabled people are habitually denied both rest and income, reflections on disabled rest and joy, disabled Indigenous anti-capitalist features, and much more. All the audio is available to listen back at your leisure at 3cr.org.au forward slash Disability Day 2022 or find the podcast by searching 3CR's Radical Radio on your favourite podcast app. Welcome back to Freedom of Species. You just heard before the break The Teethers with Stray. That's their new single. And today we are talking about Go Vegan slash Try Vegan campaigns. Mm -hmm. And in the first segment, we did a bit of a discussion about Veganuary Mm -hmm. because that's the current one at the moment and a lot of people have heard about it or doing it with New Year's and everything. Mm. And um, we're going to talk about some of the others. Okay. Which may be one of the most well-known ones. Yeah. So one of the really well-known campaigns is Vegan Easy. And this was developed by um, Animal Liberation Victoria. Yep. And... It's a really, really comprehensive um, campaign and they do have a fantastic 30-day vegan easy challenge booklet and website. And I think what I really like about this, again, the information is super accessible. The booklet is laid out really nicely. Um, People can get copies of it if they wish from Animal Liberation Victoria and we'll link to all of these things in in the show notes. But what I really like about Vegan Easy is it starts very much with framing issues around animals. Mm. So both from the ethical perspective of us not using animals and not commodifying animals, but also the reality, the death toll of, you know, over 800 sorry, over 80 billion land animals and trillions of water animals um, being slaughtered every year. Yeah. So, and really asking people to consider that all animals are sentient beings. And so from taking it from that ethical perspective Mm. first, Mm. before it then starts talking about um, animals in a little bit more depth. So it talks about pigs. Yeah and how sociable and affectionate pigs are and and what actually happens to them in the animal slaughter industries 
and goes on, you know, to uh, chickens, cows, you know, and other industries. So I really like that that framing um, in the Vegan Easy campaign. And it also talks about animal experimentation. Yep. It talks about um, animals commodified for clothing. And so it talks about yeah. leather and wool, yep. which, you know, when you learn what actually happens in those industries, it's, you know absolutely heartbreaking and of course it does talk about the environment and the use of um, resources both in terms of land and water in these industries and then goes on to human health and has some you know great breakdowns of um, you know healthy eating things that people should be mindful of and some some recipes so I think they do a really fantastic job of framing that from an ethical perspective, Mm. animals first in terms of um, your consideration and things to think about in terms of changing um, your behaviour change. I think they do really well at also making it not seem like vegan is a diet or a diet only. Yeah, That veganism is more than that and it talks about those other issues. It doesn't, you know, it's only two or three pages out of the booklet, mm. but it's enough to show people that there is more to being vegan than just what you eat. Yeah. And I think that's really important. And they do that well. Yeah, they good. do it really, really well. And so Vegan Easy was established in um, 2009 as an initiative of Animal Liberation Victoria. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I think they just do a fantastic job in promoting not just the 30-day vegan challenge, but really why um, people should consider opening their hearts and minds to veganism really from an an ethical perspective. And the fantastic thing, of course, is it links back to Animal Liberation Victoria. And if you go to their website, of course, you can see all of their campaigns um, Mm. around the things that are happening to animals and ways that we can get involved, reduce harm and really have a animal liberation perspective. Yeah. And it's also a campaign that runs year-long yeah. with no start or finish. Yeah. Like the 30-day challenge can happen at any time. Yeah. I think they do see an uptick during January. Yeah. Um, yeah. Part of that's probably just New Year's resolutions and part of it might be mm-hmm. flow on from the Veganuary. Like people, you know, think they want to do something mm. about veganism with in Veganuary for January and they mm. might go to Vegan Easy instead either by mistake or just because they are interested as well. Yeah, true. Um, but it's, it's that 30-day challenge runs all the time. You can start it whenever you want, mm. which is good as well. So, yeah, personally, I think it's a great campaign and I think it's a really good – I know that some activism campaigns that I've been involved with have chosen to use Vegan Easy as one of the ones that we'll promote as the next step. Yeah. Because it yeah. is just a it, – it ticks all those boxes. It's yeah. also local, well, at least local for us in – so-called Melbourne and so-called Victoria, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, but still local enough. I think they, they do enough even nationwide to have awareness. I think there's yeah. a lot of people that know about ALV, Animal Liberation Victoria, like all around Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that, yeah, it can be done anytime. And having Vegan Easy in the name, I think it's a really- I know. It's a great Powerful, name. isn't it? Yeah. It just helps people think that it's it's not some huge barrier or something difficult to do. Like it just gets people thinking of, I can do this. Absolutely. So Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to go to the yeah, next one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so another really great campaign, and that's uh, been developed over the last few years, is Vegan for Life. So it's vegan, 
numeral for life. And this is actually from Animal Liberation in Queensland. Mm. And we actually did talk to them um, a year or so ago and that was just as this was coming out. And this is also a really sort of great accessible resource. Again, there's a print booklet or you can actually use the website. And again, we'll, we'll link to all of this on um, in our show notes. What I really do like about this is they start with some great stories of everyday people. So more and more Australians are changing the way that they eat. People like you and the reasons why people have made changes um, in their life, which I think is always fantastic. They do focus a lot on animals, so they have a section vegan for animals. And quite like in Vegan Easy, they talk about what happens to pigs, fish and marine life, dairy cows, etc. in a really uh, honest and accessible Mm. way. So for people who are looking at these issues perhaps for the first time, they are confrontational in their mm. in their um, you know in the reality, but they're actually yeah framed really really nicely. So they talk first off um, vegan for animals, then they talk about v- being vegan for the planet, and they refer to the recent um, Oxford University study that was talking about you know the um, significant land use and water use mm. of the animal. Um, Agriculture. Agriculture industries. So that's fantastic. Then they, you know, finally do talk about vegan for health and talk a little bit about health benefits and, you know, some things that you need to be mindful of in terms of um, food groups and essential nutrients. And they have some, you know, great suggested uh, recipes and, you know, things like that. So... I really like this one. They also have a 30-day vegan challenge. Like I say, you can do this online. The little booklet itself doesn't mention anything specifically about the way we commodify animals outside of food choices. Uh, However, the website does link back to Animal Liberation Queensland's website, and then I would say you can see all of their campaigns and whether that is around, you know, rodeos where they do a lot of brilliant work in that space, Mm. your horse racing and all of those um, things outside of the way um, food choices. Yeah. It kind of would have been nice in the booklet. But, yeah, I would say in terms of those protest and awareness campaigns around the use of animals for entertainment, sport, etc. Mm. Animal Liberation Queensland do some amazing, amazing campaigns. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Yeah. I think um, I think it would be better if it was in the booklet just to really mm. help get that message that veganism is more than just a diet yeah. and it's more yeah. about food. However, that's one of the benefits of having these campaigns come from animal liberation organisations, yes. specifically like Animal Lib Queensland or Animal Lib Vic, because the organisation themselves has a, such a strong focus on what animal liberation and veganism is yes. that it it sort of irons out that ambiguity of like, is it just a diet? Or at least allows that to, to happen a bit more easily than, than what would happen with Definitely. other campaigns or organisations that have less specific names. Absolutely. So I think that and is a real bonus. It's in the organisation's name, isn't it? 
you know, the focus is animal liberation. Yeah. So, yeah. And what that yeah. means. So, they're, they're a couple of really good options um, that we'll also link people to because they're definitely worth um, having a look at if you're interested in veganism or you know someone who's interested in veganism mm. because, after all, accessible resources and information that's easy um, easy to read and digest and action, you know, is what could be, you know, the tipping point the difference for this maker. to be, yeah. you know, successful for someone or not. Yeah. So one of the ones you mentioned as well that we can have a quick chat about was World Plant Milk Day because we've actually been yeah. involved in some campaigns for that over the years. Yeah. And I was thinking that one thing I do like about a campaign named that way and the way they do it is if it's World Plant Milk Day – there isn't anything wrong with having it just about food or diet. Mm, and mm-hmm. you can still link in everything from it because you're not saying it's World Vegan Milk Day. Yeah. Or you're not saying it's it's about veganism or animal liberation. It's clearly about a food choice. Yeah. But it opens the door to talk about all the things that are involved in our food choices that For we sure. don't always think about at the supermarket or at least typical people don't always think about when they're at the supermarket. So I think it treads that line really well yeah. and I think it's actually a really good terminology to use and that's maybe one of the better times to use that terminology mm. and not use the word vegan is when you are specifically talking about a food product or food choices. Yeah, good point. And you yeah, call it absolutely. World Plant Milk Day, mm. opens the door up, you have the awareness campaign, you have the mm. taste testings, try this, see that it's good. Yeah. There's obviously still the the people behind the scenes are pushing an animal liberation vegan ideology and message to try and get that out to people and they'll have the availability to share resources on the spot and with people absolutely they'll they'll, they'll, they'll funnel people through that that way Mm. um but it it opens that door for people especially that might be a bit hesitant to the word vegan which there Mm -hmm. are still unfortunately some people that are yeah yeah so and yeah, maybe and maybe one. that's it. Um, great, great points, Trevor. And, and maybe that's it. It's it's that one thing that people think they might be able to change or want to change, and that can lead to you know a, a much broader change in their life. Yeah, yeah. I I really like that day too, particularly as there are more and more um, plant based milk options, and people are really interested in that and want to yeah. try them. And I think at times we've also had some vegan chocolate and, you know, people mm. interested in that as well. But then it's an opportunity to provide further information. Yeah. And I think Other, you know, resources and things that people can take away. And I think that's really important as well. And it shows that, I guess, it's not that we're trying to say that certain campaigns are wrong or bad or anything. No. It's just there's ways you can do every style of campaign. Yeah. To make it tick more of the boxes and to to be help leading people and leading the public and leading society in general towards where we want to go, which is not thinking veganism is just a diet, but making people think that these products are bountiful and everywhere and they're easy Mm. and they taste good. Like there's a place for all of this, all of these parts of activism. It's just about making sure that we don't, you know, interrupt or damage the progress of one side of it while we're trying to do another one. Yeah. You know, yeah. trying to aware, make people more aware and try vegan products, but then making people less aware of what veganism actually means. You know, that, mm. that's, a, that's a danger to, to try mm. and escape. So I think, yeah, it's good to look at what are the pros and cons of a lot of the current campaigns. Yeah. And absolutely. Um, we were going to, we can quickly say, it's a bit of a negative one, but Meatless Monday, that was the last yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> look, I on the list. don't know a lot about that apart from, you know, I've seen it sort of advertised or referenced in, I guess, media, mainstream media sometimes. And, I, 
Yeah, I mean, look, I don't really like that kind of reducitarian approach personally. Yeah. Um, I think it dilutes the message. Yeah, I think of so. animal liberation. I guess definitely from an ethical perspective. I'm hoping we're past it. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, it's an old-fashioned thing and that people's first step isn't going to be Meatless Mondays anymore. I, I think that yeah. we're at a stage as society that we can talk about just taking a big first step. Like actually, yeah. even if it's just something like plant-based milk products only mm. or even a plant-based diet as, mm. a, as a trial. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think that there's ways you can do it without Meatless Monday, I think is a, a very old-fashioned approach that – has a lot of those inherent issues that I'm sure people have talked about and that, you know, just doing something one day a week doesn't really change no. what, what you're doing <laughs> the other no. days of the week and it doesn't doesn't alleviate any yeah. It's it's a and it's a very numbers based sort of capitalistic sort of idea yeah. that if everyone does it just one seventh of the time, then it has an impact. I think that that's a bit um, a bit wishful thinking of, of what it can really yeah. do. Yeah, no, I, I really agree with you on that. I did want to quickly mention um, something else I think is a great resource, which is Emma Harkinson's book, How Veganism Can Save Us. Mm. Now, we spoke to Emma, I think, last year about some of her work um, around ethical issues in the fashion industry, which was mm. a fantastic conversation. If this is a really fantastic little book about some of the big ideas behind veganism. So she definitely talks about the planet. We need to address issues and save the planet, the ethics around the way we commodify and use animals, um, what we're doing to ourselves in terms of our health when mm. we're consuming animals and using animals, and really very much through the lens of animal liberation. And, you know, Emma's really... Um, very focused in that way and it's filled with fantastic little explainers on key issues and quotes and activities and some really great references to other books to read or documentaries to watch so we'll link people to that as well because I think it's a really lovely balanced again entry Mm. point to veganism definitely from an ethical animal liberation perspective which is what what we want to say yeah fantastic we're going to go to another song this is a first nations artist alice sky and her track everything is great
Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander children aged three and four can access 15 hours per week of free kindergarten. In a kinder program, children learn through play, art, music and dance. Qualified teachers create culturally safe places for Aboriginal children and families. Koori kids shine at kindergarten. Find out more at vic.gov.au forward slash koori-kids-shine. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. I know fire. I know that burning embers from bushfires can travel 30 kilometres, lighting new fires in seconds, like the one that burnt my house down. I know extreme fire danger ratings or above aren't announced often, but when they are, you need to be ready. Check the Vic Emergency app daily and be prepared to leave early. How well do you know fire? Plan, act, survive. Go to emergency.vic.gov.au. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. Welcome back to Freedom of Species. Before the break, you heard Alice Skye with Everything is Great. And Great song. today, Carolyn and myself, we're talking about Go Vegan campaigns. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a really interesting discussion. And, you know, it'd be great if anybody is listening has tried any of these campaigns mm. or has any feedback on any of the campaigns. You can always email at us at freedomofspecies at gmail.com. We'd love to hear yeah. your experiences. That mm. would be great. But um, we wanted to have a little bit of, I guess, a mention of what could be you know, imagine for future campaigns, yeah. things that we might have hopefully learnt from thinking critically about current and previous campaigns and other people that we can learn from. Mm. I know you mentioned some some thoughts that you'd seen from other activists about similar issues. Yeah, yeah, look, absolutely. I was going to mention, um, I guess, a couple of comments and perspective from the incredible um, American activist author and um, academic Angela Davis Mm. and some of the things that she's spoken about and particularly when we think about our relationship with other animals, you know, Angela said that she really believes that veganism is part of a revolutionary perspective and Mm. in terms of total liberation and I know that's quite a lot to unpack and we don't have the time for that right now but, you know, (laughs) Um, animal liberation is really part of that and it goes hand in hand with um, with human liberation. Mm. And, you know, I really have a lot of respect for, for her work. But I was just going to read one of her quotes that I think really um, encapsulates sort of where I'm, I'm sitting at this time. And, and Andrew had written that we don't realise the extent that we are implicated in the whole process of capitalism by participating uncritically in the food politics offered to us by the great corporations. So she'd mentioned that she doesn't usually mm. say that she's vegan, but she thinks that that's sort of really evolved and it's the right time to talk about that because it is part of a revolutionary perspective. And, you know, we need to consider how we can discover more compassionate relations with human beings as well as compassionate relationships with other creatures that we share the planet with. Mm. And really that means challenging the whole capitalist industrial form of food production. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, 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 it is great. And, you know, she's done some incredible work and, you know, I think one of her other – areas that I really like that she talks a lot about is um, 
you know, the capitalist, I guess, assault on, on the environment and on sentient beings, you know, that obviously mm. endure pain and torture as they are transformed into food for profit. And generally this is food that generates disease in human beings whose poverty often can compel them to rely on fast food companies such as, mm. you know, McDonald's, KFC for nourishment. And, you know, Angela uh, said at one a lecture she gave a few years ago that, you know, even though there are no guarantees that we'll reach the futures that we dream of, we can't stop dreaming and we can't stop drug struggling. And I really like that perspective on, um, you know, t- taking on capitalism, basically. Mm. Because, you know, there are lots and lots of vegan products that are being developed all the time, but they're often by sort of mega corporations that are either behaving unethically or buying up small organisations. And let's let's be honest, a lot of these products are outside of many people's um, reach and... In terms of affordability? In terms of affordability or in terms of, you know, sort of access and they're not, they're not sort of... Yeah, we can't we can't put our all of our hope into um, you know new vegan products being yeah, well, I think being a way forward. A lot of what you quoted from Angela Davis then reminds me of the work that Food Empowerment Project does and trying yeah. to tie those dots together about all of these issues that are involved in the food system that we have. Yeah, and the the issues about workers, the issues about capitalism. Yeah. And how everything is sort of intertwined and that we should be looking at ways to try and tick the boxes on all of those issues in whatever form of activism that we're doing. Yeah. And I think Food Empowerment Project do a great job with that. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. We're going to have to wrap up. We want to do a few quick shout outs before we finish. First is that this Sunday, not this Sunday, today is Sunday, Thursday Thursday. is Invasion Day. Yeah. So um, there's going to be quite a few events. 3CR is going Mm. to be doing a broadcast. We really hope that everyone gets out and gets involved to help protest. Uh, Most with, definitely. With, I'll be there. Yep. And you wanted to mention? Yeah, I also was going to mention um, Project Fresh Start. So we spoke with Jolene um, back in December and she does some incredible work providing community meals to people. Um, she gets food donations or everything is vegan. She gets a lot of fruit Mm. and veg that she rescues that was going to go to landfill. So she does some incredible work. So there are different ways that people could get involved with her organisation and we'll share a link there. But I also wanted to mention her community lunches have started up again and they are the first and the third Saturday of each month. So they are held at the Uniting Church in High Street in Frankston, which is southeast, um, a southeastern suburb of Nam uh, slash Melbourne. So we'll share some information there because hmm. you know people might like to come to a lunch yeah. or people might like to help support a lunch, as in you know volunteer. Mm. And it's just yeah a fantastic organisation. And you know I was there yesterday and great bunch of people. And it's, you know, also a lovely organisation that's community-based, run by community for Mm. community, which I think is incredibly powerful. And then generating all these conversations now about veganism. So I know that Jolene is looking to um, put together a little uh, recipe book because people have asked her. So that's that's also awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, our time's up. Um, Time's up. 
Thanks, Trev. We'll, we'll be back. I mean, Freedom of Species will be back next week uh, at one o'clock and on Sunday. And up next is Rotations. Rotations. So stick around on 3CR. We're going to leave you with a local band called Motor Vehicle Sundown. This is their song called Shouting Out.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.